Restoring Place Church, the church of the Charlotte Mecklenburg Dream Center, is a place where we make disciples of Christ, teach and train them to live as children of God, and to thrive in who He created them to be. We believe that this is the best time on earth to be alive, to experience the end-time harvest of souls for the kingdom of God. Get ready to be renewed, recharged, and restored to go out and take the gospel to your world. Let's join our service already in progress. I got a whole lot to share today. And it's... When Karen and I began to hear the truth of the Word of God, it was things that we had not heard yet. Had been sitting in all the Bibles that we owned, that we had since we were children. I mean, I think my grandmother, my mom's mom, must have given me a dozen Bibles. We got one at church when we got confirmation. We, I bought one of my own when I was, got fired up in young life. And then there was a, there was a, I can't remember the name of that Bible, The Way. Or there's uh, Good News for Modern Man. There was these Bibles that we used, but they were the truth of the Word of God. And yet there's things in there we'd never seen before based on how we looked at it, how we how hungry we were, how thirsty we were for the truth. I'll just tell you this. You may not even sense it, but you're hungry for God. You're thirsty for God and you you hunger for him. Psalm 63, O Lord, forever, O Lord. No, that's not the one I'm thinking. O God, thou art my God. Early will I seek thee. My soul thirsteth for thee and my flesh longeth for thee in a dry and thirsty land. He knew he was in a dry and thirsty land, but he knew... The issue was that he was thirsty and he was hungry for God. <clears throat> Even in your darkest moment when you don't think you want God, you are probably so thirsty for God you can't see straight. And the thing that all of us long for is fellowship with God. Amen. Because we were created by him to fellowship with him and to listen to him and obey him. Amen. Some people think, well, when now we're saved, we don't have to obey him. That's the dumbest thing we could ever think. To, to obey him means to obey him. <clears throat> to fear him, not men. To fear him, not our culture. <clears throat> and we heard this truth. I mean, it was a truth that was hidden from us and about healing and deliverance and the infilling of God's spirit living in us and moving through us and signs that Paul talked about in the Corinthians. <clears throat> the nine gifts of the spirit was not limited to that, but that's the nine that was written in that chapter. And yet they were foreign to the normal church or not the normal, but the average church. <clears throat> and everybody out here in the society now is talking about those that are woke. They ain't awake. They're deeper in darkness. The church is who needs to wake up. We need to be the woke up church. Because we're in perilous times. Even if we weren't in perilous times, Jesus said, this is a war. Come on. We're in a war. <clears throat> and we don't fight like Paul said against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and rulers of darkness. There's all these groups out there calling all this stuff and they may or may not know it, but they, if they're not serving God, they're serving the devil. Come on. And they're also serving <clears throat> the spirit of the Antichrist. <clears throat> And it's prevalent today. Just open your eyes. 
If you're willing to see, you'll see. If you have eyes to see, you'll see. If you have ears to hear, you'll hear. If you have a heart to understand, you'll understand. But if you don't, you'll be asleep. And I've been so frustrated with the, the Church of America since we heard these truths because these were truths given to us in the Word of God that have been held back from us to cause our lack of victory. The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. I've come, Jesus said, that you might have life and have it more than more than enough. And he's already, <clears throat> he's already defeated death. Death does not bother us. And if we're not afraid of death, then what, what do we care about circumstances that may come our way? Come on, preacher. Come on. <laughs> but the church is asleep. <clears throat> I meant to do some more teaching on healing, and I'm going to. But the author of Hebrews says, I came to give you guys meat and drink, but man, y'all still on milk and toast. Come on. You're on the basic things and the laying of hands and the infilling of the spirit. I mean, all the things that we think <clears throat> are progressive teachings, the, the author of Hebrews says that, that was just, that was the basic things. And I wanted to take you to deeper things. And Come on. So sometimes we all say, I want to go in deeper things, but man, we better get a hold of the things he's given us first. And man, I was like, man, I want the church to wake up and realize that God wants to move through us and heal through us and deliver through us. And yet we got the basic church in America not even believing the basic tenets of what God says. <clears throat> I know I'm probably stepping in some places I probably would be advised not to step, but I don't care anymore. Because the world needs for the church to be the church. If you really want to know the truth, <coughs> the whole <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> the whole earth <coughs> is groaning for us to take our place as sons and daughters of God. I'm talking about sons and daughters of God, the whole creation. Well, how about those that don't believe? Well, they don't believe it anyway. And they'll one day have to draw a line in the sand and say whose side they're on. Some of them are misled right now. They think they're woke. They're not woke. They have been put to sleep and they have been, they can control their minds with narratives that are controlled by people. I don't trust any of them. I trust this. Come on. That's a good word. Peter and John had gone into the gate beautiful after Jesus was raised from the dead and there was a man begging alms and he said, silver and gold I don't have, but what I do have I give you. In the name of Jesus, rise up. They reached down, grabbed him, and pulled him up. And the man began walking, leaping, and praising God. <clears throat> and they went into the temple. And the celebration continued. And they finally grabbed him and said, hey, what are you guys doing? And then Peter began to teach and preach to him about this Jesus that you crucified. It's it's." In his name, in his name alone, that this man stands here walking before you. Come on, come on. In his name and by his name does this man here walk. <clears throat> they put him out. They had a consultation among themselves, these religious people. Watch out about being religious. 
You can go to church every Sunday, but get religious in there. They came back and said, let me tell you what. <clears throat> We're going to let you go, but don't preach anymore in that name. <laughs> they go, <laughs> I said, what? Are you kidding you think we're, we're going to listen to you and not listen to God? That, that ain't no question. We're going to tell the truth. <clears throat> and the church better get in that place where we tell the truth. There's, a, uh, there's something, out called, something out there called the spiral, spiral of silence. Some of the things that we're facing, most pastors won't even talk about it in the pulpit. And they spoke about it 20 years ago. It wasn't big a bigger deal. But the longer we wait, that, that silence spirals, and now it's even, you won't even say what you would have said 10 years ago, what you would have said five years ago, and people are afraid to speak. <clears throat> In a nation that's been given the freedom of speech, the very tenet of our constitution and our, uh, our laws and stuff, and, and we have laws, yes, and God has laws. And they expect us to believe something other than what God said. <clears throat> don't let, don't be mistaken. We're in a spiritual battle. And we're not fighting flesh and blood, but we're fighting against the spirit of Antichrist in our nation, in our time. <clears throat> I'm reading a book by Eric Metaxas called A Letter to the Church. And I would encourage every single one of you here and online to read that book. Because a church in Germany was in the same place we are in 1931 and 2. And the church got silent, and you know what happened after that. But they didn't know what we knew in their day, what happened to them, and how wicked and how evil it got. And those evil forces didn't hide behind anti-God and anti-church, anti-Christian values. But today they do. They voice completely and openly and with their mouth, we're against God. <clears throat> and we don't like the church and we don't like this Jesus. Draw a line in the sand someday. Jesus healed a man that was deaf. We've looked at this several times in the last few weeks. He cast the devil out of him. <clears throat> when he cast the devil out, the man began to speak. And then they knew that he cast the devil out. But the reaction from the people... It's controversial. Let me just tell you, if you do something for God under his direction, under his anointing, you're going to cause a controversy. Jesus said, Jesus said, I didn't come to make peace. I came to divide this one from that one. In other words, we're, we're drawing the battle lines here. We're going to find out who's with who. <clears throat> Let me read you this. I got about nine places to go. End up in healing. May wonder how that could happen. We don't know for sure if he said it, but it's exactly what he said all the time. But Dietrich Bonhoeffer, again, <clears throat> was a German pastor in the last century. In the early 30s, he was in his late 20s, early 30s. We don't know if he said it. But exactly what he said, silence in the face of evil is itself evil. Silence in the face of evil is itself evil. Wow. Not, to wow. not to speak is to speak. Not to act is to act. 
God will not hold us guiltless. You've heard me say this before many times. That if, God, if Jesus were to come back right now, <clears throat> and the church is not in the condition of which we understand him to come back for, he's not going to hold the president <clears throat> or the Congress or the judicial system or the state and local governments responsible. He's going to hold the church and the pulpit responsible for the state of affairs in our nation. Come on. And Come most, on. most are afraid to speak. I'm not new to controversy. I don't necessarily like it because they don't understand me or say things about me, but it's not true. And one time they asked me, well, is this particular type of sexual lifestyle a sin? I said, well, I believe what the Bible says. That's what I talked to pastor. I said, one day somebody's going to ask me, what, what do I say? He said, tell them you believe what God said. <clears throat> the question is, is this a sin? Well, what is a sin? Let's define what sin is before we decide if something is or is not a sin. So I looked it up. <clears throat> I would tell you this. I, I have this. I've got a copy of the 1828 Noah's Dictionary, which has not been obliterated by people changing what words mean today. <clears throat> There's words out there that don't mean what they meant 20 years ago, 30 years ago. And we're supposed to accept them as a new language and forget what was written. But Noah Webster was a believer. He's also a politician. And we're told they shouldn't do that, separation of church and state. And I was watching something this morning where someone was on TV being asked about separation of church and state. They said that the law of separation of church. There is no law of the separation of church and state. It was, it was spoken by Thomas Jefferson, but it meant to keep the, the government out of the church not the church out of the government. Come on, come on. To keep the government out of the church. There is a church in China. It's governed by the government. Not, it's not a true church. <clears throat> you can call yourself a church. But if Jesus is not Lord of your life, <clears throat> and if you don't believe God raised him from the dead, and then you don't obey his commands, you're not part of the church. Now, we know we have grace, and we have grace and faith. We have salvation through faith in God's grace and what he's done for us. <clears throat> but does not give us the right to sin as we like. And Jesus made it very pointed in Luke 6. <clears throat> what good does it do you to call me Lord if you don't put into practice what I teach? If you don't listen to my commands, I'm not your Lord. <laughs> oh, this is key. <clears throat> If I say, Jesus, you're Lord of my life, that means, Jesus, <clears throat> whatever you tell me, that's what I'm going to do. Some arguments out there where Jesus didn't say anything about this particular lifestyle. Uh, let me ask you a question. Do you understand that Jesus is the word of God that became flesh? Come on. He's not only the written word, he's the spoken word of God. And he is, he, he, God has spoken words we don't know. Wow. Wow. <clears throat> he's not contained by this book, but he's revealed in this book. But this ain't all of God. Are you kidding me? And for someone that we will spend an eternity through the Holy Spirit who teaches us about God, an eternity, and we'll never figure him out, surely we can memorize this forward and backwards in that eternity and still not know him completely. We will spend the rest of eternity knowing him and serving him. But Jesus, make sure, make sure you understand, Jesus is the word of God that was made flesh 
And from Genesis to Revelation, it's all Jesus. He's not in some parts and not in the other. We, we put some letters in red because they're the words that Jesus spoke. But let me just tell you, the whole thing is him speaking. Come on, come on. <clears throat> if he said in the old covenant, it's who he is. And the old covenant <clears throat> still stands in effect unless you're in the new covenant. Come on. And if you're outside of both, you're, you're still outside, but you're not changing the covenants. God didn't do away with the old covenant. He gave us a better covenant. Amen. <clears throat> but whatever he told us, don't think that Jesus went to the cross so we don't have to pay tithes anymore. Don't take that Jesus went to the cross that we're not supposed to murder anymore. And these are words and laws and commands that God gave us. Amen. <clears throat> Let me say this. If Jesus said, all authority has been given to me both in heaven and earth, now you go in my authority and make disciples of all nations and teach them to faithfully follow every command I've given you. Just by that, the last command he gave us in that sentence was for the disciples to be raised up to go raise up disciples. Amen. And disciples are not people who get born again. People, disciples are people who follow with passion and heart what Jesus said. And we obey him. Amen. And we realize we don't get justification because we obey him. We get justification because we believe him. Amen. Amen. But James says, <laughs> I can tell you if you believe something not by what you do. Mm. If you say you believe but you act like you don't. <clears throat> you don't believe. In this book, he tells a story about a man who was had this <clears throat> tight wire set up over this canyon, and there's, you know, it's a big cliff. It's just, a, and he's riding across it like Valencia, the guys who used to ride those things. And he's riding a bike across, and then comes back, and the people are yelling, "Yeah, yeah, yeah!" He says, "Do you think I can go across with a wheelbarrow?" They said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Do you think I could go across with a wheelbarrow? Do you believe that I could go across with a wheelbarrow? He looked at one guy and said, do you believe I can go across this thing? He said, yeah. Do you believe I can go across with a wheelbarrow? The guy said, yeah, I believe you. <clears throat> do you believe I can go across with a wheelbarrow with a heavy load? He said, yes, I do. He said, then get in it. <sighs> Some of us believe God. For what he says until you have to get into the wheelbarrow. Wow, that's good. Are you willing to believe God if it cost you your life? I don't know that Dietrich Bonhoeffer knew that he was going to give his life to stand for the gospel. And he, he wrote this thing. Excuse me. It was a declaration of what the church believed, and there were 18,000 pastors in Germany at the time he wrote this, only 3,000 would sign it. And all 3,000 of them eventually were thrown into prison or killed. The rest of them were silent and would not speak. If you believe God, James says, then I'll know it by your actions. Yeah, but we don't have to be justified by our actions. True. And we can't do any works to get into heaven. But don't think that if you believe God, you won't do works. And if you don't have works, you probably not. Because you don't believe. Believing is not just saying, I believe that. I believe in God. Well, so does the devil. But he knows there's a God. But he don't listen to him. He doesn't speak his words.
And if we say we know God and we believe God, it will have a radical change on how we live our life. This book, just the thoughts of this is making me rethink where I stand and what I believe and what am I willing to pay for. Oh, come on. They never realized in their day that what would happen and what Hitler would unleash on the, the murder of so many innocent people. And the church sat by and watched it, <clears throat> thinking it's probably going to get better. Or they wouldn't, <clears throat> excuse me, they wouldn't believe it was as bad as it was. Or hoping that it would go away and we just bury our heads in the sand. And I've heard people say, man, if we were in that day, we wouldn't have let that happen. <laughs> we're letting it happen now. Come on. I've said this before, <clears throat> and I understand and you know, Wilberforce was the guy in England that stood against slavery and fought it and fought it against all the threats and everything that he was, they told they were going to do to him. But he never changed. And slavery stopped. And they're trying to get us woke, this, this critical race theory and stuff. They're trying to, to divide us from one another. And let me just tell you, if you're in the body of Christ, there is no black or white. We're one body. Amen. Has anybody made mistakes in there? Yeah. <clears throat> but don't, don't allow the mistakes of people in the past <clears throat> to allow you to continue to walk in error. Come on, come on. But if you say, I would have stood with Wilberforce if you were black or white against <clears throat> that scourge of slavery, and you are silent today about abortion, about the murder of kids who are in the womb that have been given life by God, and you won't speak out against it. You wouldn't have spoke out against Hitler, and you wouldn't have spoke out against slavery. Come on, Come on. You're hypocritical to say, I'm going to speak about this, and you won't talk about what's happening today when the church is under attack and the church is asleep and won't take a stand. This is a war. God wants us blessed. And God wants us prosperous. Amen. He wants us healed. Yes. And he wants us delivered. Yes. But we're not going to live in the kingdom of heaven like we lived in the world. And those are the nice things. He, and he longs those things for us. But he's looking for a church that believes in What good does it do you to call me Lord if you don't put into practice what I teach? Wow, wow. There's no good at all. <clears throat> After he cast the devil out of that man, they said, You're casting out devils by the devil. And then what happens today? You do something, and the one that's doing what you accuse them of is, is accused you of the same thing. I can't remember. What's that called? Huh? Projection. Uh, let me tell you what Hitler did. Somebody attacked one of their buildings, and he had not been in power long. It would be what we'd call an executive order today, and they passed an executive order that limited rights of people because they attacked this one building and said that was done by this. Therefore, we're going to enact this to protect our, our, our stuff. They didn't protect their stuff. They were taking freedoms away. 
Freedoms are not given by governments. Freedom is given by God. Oh, come on. Come on. That's a good word. And if they can get rid of God, they can get rid of our freedoms. They're going to tell you. And they're trying to choke down the church. And the church is helping. If you are silent in the face of evil, it's evil itself. And if we say nothing about what's going on, it's evil. We are aiding and abetting the kingdom of darkness and its tyrannical reach for world domination through the Antichrist. So Jesus says, I'm not casting out the devils by the devil because if I was, I couldn't stand because I'm dividing myself. No, no. He says Satan stands guard over his, 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 his fortress that's loaded with arsenal. And he'll sit there and do with what he wants until someone stronger than him comes along and binds him up and takes the spoils. <clears throat> and what he's saying is I just bound him by my authority and I've taken the spoils. And then he says, this is a war. And if you're not with us, if you're not with me, Jesus said you're against us, against me, or with his kingdom. It, this is a war, and if you're not with me, you're against me. And if you don't gather the spoils with me, you'll be scattered. What did he do to gather, gather spoils? <clears throat> he cast the devil out of a man. <laughs> we have no right <clears throat> to not follow his commands. I was going to tell you this, what, what sin was. Somebody said, is it a sin to this? Well, let me tell you what sin is. This is from Noah Webster's dictionary. The voluntary departure of a moral agent from a known rule or rectitude of a duty or, or a duty prescribed by God. Any voluntary transgression of the divine law or violation of a divine command, a wicked act, iniquity, Sin is either a positive act in which a known divine law is violated or it is a voluntary neglect to obey a positive divine command or the rule of the duty already instilled in such command. In other words, God told you to go make disciples. I mean, that means <clears throat> to not do that is a violation of his command. Come on, come on. If he tells us to walk in love and we don't, we're violating his command. <clears throat> If he tells us to walk in love, that's a command. Do you know that if he tells us that the number one command is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, and we don't do that, we are violating his command. Amen. And they want to take that out of the halls of justice, where they are there to uphold the laws of justice. And the laws that we have in this land came from originally... You trace it back to the Israel's laws. <clears throat> a voluntary neglect to obey a positive divine command or the rule of a, or duty already implied in such a command. Sin comprehends not actions alone, but neglect of known duty. Neglect of known duty. All evil thoughts purposes, words, and desires, whatever is contrary to God's command or law. So if <clears throat> anything that's in violation of God's command is sin. Come on. 
That's not my opinion. That's God's truth. Oh, the truth. And if I think it's my opinion, then I can just say, you have an opinion, I have an opinion. And then the longer sin, the longer... Let me tell you, if you don't even believe in God, you will answer to him. And you will answer to his word. Yes. Every one of us. Believers and non-believers alike. <clears throat> Everything that's going on in this world is not under God's control. But it is under the authority and the control of the truth of his word. Because <clears throat> he allowed us to pick what we wanted at free will. But he gave us commands by which at first he didn't have to. Just don't eat from that one tree. And they ate from the tree. Next thing they go, oh gosh, we're naked. And then they try to fix it themselves by sewing leaves together. <clears throat> nah. I'll just say this and you can study that later, but because of their transgression, blood had to be shed and God made them clothing out of skins. Blood was shed. Is a type and shadow of Jesus coming because Jesus had already been declared the Lamb of God before the world was ever created. <clears throat> if we don't, if we're not with Him, we're against Him. And if we don't gather the spoils with Him in whatever way that's applicable and <laughs> follow His commands, heal the sick, raise the dead, cow. you know, healing is not uh, uh, extra credit. Or uh, graduate studies and degrees. It's part of the body of Christ. Well, that's not what I've been taught. Well, then why don't you let Jesus teach you? Come on, come on. Quit letting somebody, don't even take my word for it. Put your nose in this book come on. and find out what he says. Oh, the truth. <clears throat> this, those, those great commissions are what Jesus told the church to go do until he came back. Going to all the world, preach the gospel of every creature. He that believeth and is baptized will be saved. He that believeth not will be damned. Understand that. God gives his word, which is truth, but he also walks in love. You can't separate love and truth. They're inextricably linked together. If it violates his word, it violates his love. <clears throat> And Jesus said, these signs would follow them that believe. These signs would follow them that believe. In my name, they'll cast out devils. Just like he did. We would gather spoils with him, just like he did for this man. Amen. Amen. They shall speak with new tongues. If you have controversy against people that pray in tongues that Jesus told us to, that Paul talked about and the whole book of Acts talks about, you're fighting with him. I'm not talking about <clears throat> having a difference of somewhat opinion on how that's applied because obviously in, in Paul's day, they were out of control and they were just standing up in church and yelling in tongues. If you have been to a place where everybody just sits around and yells in tongues, it's, like, it's so disordered and dis disorganized that my mom's mom said, that, those people over there are crazy. I and mean, maybe sometimes they act crazy, but don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Because Jesus said the believers would speak in new tongues. <clears throat> Why? Because he fully intended for all of us to go through that Pentecostal experience that once we are now born again and we're cleansed, before we couldn't contain God, we could only talk to God at, 
and through someone else as a priest or through a bush. But now because we have been cleansed and the, the sin that was in us, Jesus paid with his blood. Now we can come boldly to his throne and we can even become the temples of God. Hallelujah. <clears throat> as how we yield to him. I think the church is heading for more truth, but we've been cherry picking what we want and not following this every command and not listening to what he said. They shall cast out devils, they'll speak with their tongues. This is Jesus speaking to his disciples saying, guys, I'm going to launch you, but don't do anything until you go wait for the promise of the father that you've heard me speak about. And you can say in John 14, 16, for you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you and you'll be my witnesses. Amen. Not only would you go tell, but you will also witness the power of God moving through you. <clears throat> if God moves through us, we are a vessel that can witness what God is doing in our midst. <clears throat> and we can't do it without him. We can come in here and huff and puff and scream and squall and haul. It ain't moving God. And that's our heart. It's there. Amen. Amen. Because in the last, in the day coming, Jesus said that now is when those that worship God will worship him in spirit <clears throat> and in truth. They shall cast out devils, they shall speak in new tongues. If they take up, if they take any deadly, they drink any deadly thing or them, they should take up snakes. That doesn't mean snake handlers. You see how we can get off key? Why in the world, if Jesus would not jump off the temple, <clears throat> and the reason was so I wouldn't tempt God, why in the world would we put our hand into a box of snakes to see if we don't get bit or not based on how much faith I got? Satan has gone to seed. And the believers, the last one was, would lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. <clears throat> James said, I'm paraphrasing, if you believe Jesus, this is what you'll be doing. Come on, come on. <clears throat> God's not holding back until we get our act together. He's waiting for us to become the church. It's not afraid. If you're afraid to speak out, you have more fear in man than you do God. Oh, come on, preacher. And you're only going to make it worse for your kids and your grandkids. Come on, come on. I'm not talking to walking hate. I'm not talking about picketing. <clears throat> I'm talking about taking a spiritual stand against evil. Come on, come on. Here's what the Holy Spirit said through Peter. And we'll do this in just a moment. Be well balanced and always alert. First Peter 5, 8. Because your enemy, the devil, roams about and sets in like a roaring lion looking for its prey to devour. Satan's walking around seeking who he may devour. He's a thief that comes to steal and to kill and destroy. <clears throat> and in this in the face of this evil, we don't speak as evil itself. Come on, come on. If we speak not in the face of evil, 
we are aiding and abetting the evil itself. Wow, come on. And the longer we sit silent, the worse it gets. To the point, <clears throat> you have to wait till the whole thing crashes, crumbles through murderous stuff that would take place. We better wake up. He goes about like a roaring, he's not a roaring lion, but he acts like it. Do you understand that he's only the deceiver? He's not who he says he is. He's a liar. Come on. If anyone speaks for him, they're telling lies. And we know the truth. And if we believe the lie over the truth, we're sinning against God. I don't know if I can believe that, brother. You better wake up and find out what God says and believe him. Amen. <clears throat> because not to believe him is lying. It is wow. sin itself. Wow. I usually have a pretty nice message about how God wants us to prosper and be in health. How he wants us to have a peaceful life. He promises houses we didn't build and land. This is, this is the promise he has. <clears throat> But the children of Israel had to go through battles to get to what he promised. Amen. Because he goes about as a roaring lion seeking who he may devour. We're told take a decisive stand against him and resist his every attack. With strong, vigorous faith. Woo! Oh, good fight of faith. Come on. If you're going to love God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, you have to do that by faith. Amen. If you're going to take a decisive stand against Satan and all his imps and these principalities and powers and rulers of darkness, <clears throat> you better be well equipped. Ooh, ooh, come on, come on. <laughs> I came to give you meat, but you guys are still drinking toast and, and warm milk. <clears throat> take a decisive stand against Satan and resist his every attack with strong, vigorous faith. For you know that your believing brothers and sisters around the world are experiencing the same kind of troubles you endure. I'm going to read you an excerpt from Eric Metaxas. I don't know if it was 12, 15 years ago, but he, <clears throat> excuse me, he did a biography on Dietrich Bonhoeffer. I don't know the reason he went to write it. And it was in the, and Dietrich Bonhoeffer was a Lutheran pastor, but the Lutheran church had gotten comfortable with just going to church. And what unfolded there is what's unfolding in our nation. <clears throat> and what issues are we ourselves being silent? I'm quoting from Eric Metaxas. Letter to the church. And for what reasons? The unborn are being murdered and their body parts sold for profit. Are we not to mention this for fear of driving someone away from God? Some people think, well, I don't want to bring these controversial subjects up because it will mess up the gospel and my ability to evangelize it. Hogwash. That's what he means by that. <clears throat> for fear of thinking or driving someone away from God. Or do we ourselves not quite believe it or we do we wish to believe it very young children in our schools are being fed principles ideas on the uh, pernicious ideas on the subject of sexuality ideas of which their young minds are quite incapable to cope 
into which their own parents object. This is happening. This happened in the school here, and the parents were in uproar, and they're being taught things that ungodly. And when our nation becomes more and more unchurched, untrained in the things of God, we don't know the devil when he's coming in the door. And to which their own parents object. Older children are being so confused with sexual activists that they agree to have their bodies mutilated so they can never become the man and woman which God created, man and woman, them to be. As many as receive Jesus, he gives them the power to become who they truly are, the sons and daughters of God. I cannot believe that we would have to even discuss this. Trust the science. Trust the DNA. You can change any kind of organs you want. The DNA will still tell you the truth. Are they mental issues? Are they issues? Yeah. And do I care about them? Yeah. They're welcome here. And I'm not going to mistreat anybody. I want them to know Jesus. Amen. And him become Lord of their life. I want the church to come to know Jesus and let him be the Lord of their life. We're, we're just so happy just to get somebody saved and say, all right, sit down over there until Jesus comes. We never disciple him. We, we're not doing what he told us to do. <clears throat> if we were doing what he told us to do, it would be the miraculous church that we saw in the early church. That's what disgusts me and has since 94. When all of a sudden we said, how come no one's ever told us these truths? Socialistic and communistic ideas are being pushed everywhere. Make no mistake. And people say, well, we wouldn't mind being a socialist. You don't even know what you're talking about. It doesn't work. And communism does not work. And here's, listen, this one touches home to me. As if the other two did not. These will end up harming the poor more than anyone. Although those pushing these ideas boldly spread the lie that they oppose these wicked ideas, actually take they actually hate the poor. Well, <laughs> there it is. Sometimes the truth is hard to take. But you better examine yourself and examine your heart for what you truly believe. And if you believe it, you can't sit still. Come on, come on. If you're sitting still, you don't believe it. (laughs) Don't wait till you feel the anointing to lay hands on the sick. He told you to do so. He said, one command he gave him, which becomes our command, heal the sick, raise the dead, cast out devils, cleanse the lepers. Freely have you received, freely give. In other words, you had none of this, and God gave it to you. Now be good stewards with it. Don't take it like the guy that had one talent and buried it in the ground, because that's what the church is doing, is burying what God gave them in the ground. Instead of taking the two talents and turning them into four, the five talents turn them into ten. Oh, wow.
If not now, when? If not us, who? The body of Christ can admit most of this stuff in the bud 20, 30 years ago. Had they taken a force. And those on the fence are looking, but only getting one message from this kingdom of darkness. We better wake up. Come on, come on. I've been saying this since we started, but the church needs to become the church who God created us to be. You might want to play a little something. <clears throat> it's not a popular message, and who knows what'll happen. I think it's a good word. Well, it's a good word, all right. <clears throat> it's not gonna be popular. But I've already got groups that don't like me because they don't know me. <laughs> they ask me, is this a sin? So here's what sin means. And let's get a look at what God says. And then if we find out what God says, and that's what we're doing, we, guess what? That's a sin. Before anybody goes crazy, just so you know, <clears throat> the only sex ordained by God is between one man and one woman for life. Amen. Yeah, but my kids are shacking up. A sin. Amen. And I had premarital sex, but that was sin. Well, I'm heterosexual. Well, if you're not heterosexual, according to God's word, you're in sin. And we watch TV and, and, and we watch people having affairs like, this, like it's just normal TV. But it's not the homosexual. It's still sin. And if you separate it, you're a hypocrite. And no wonder these communities are not happy with this because we're hypocritical about sin because sin is sin. Come on. And because we sinned, Jesus came. He wasn't mad. He came to save us. Then we have a life with him and know the truth and be free. If there's anything you've held bondage in, it's because you don't know the truth. Come on, come on. And you need to know the truth, but you also need to believe the truth. As an outward sign of what we believe, we're going to pray for the sick. Because Jesus told us to. Amen. We choose to believe him. I won't make my decisions based on what kind of results we get. Because that means I didn't believe. I'm just trying to see if this even works. We're called to believe in our heart and then confess with our mouth the truth of God. And when we go, ah, I guess it didn't work. We're saying God is a liar. And then we get used to that. You know what God says about that? I'd really either be hot or cold, but if you're lukewarm, I want to spit you out of my mouth. We've all been part of it. We all came from the kingdom of darkness into his light. <laughs> the only thing we have to give is truth. And if they'll shut our mouth, will enslave the world. The last quote I had on this book, let me just read this to you. Because this is good. If we allow our ideological enemies to tell us what we can and cannot say and what views we can and cannot have, we've taken our eyes off of God. 
I'm going to read that again. If we allow our theological, cultural enemies to tell us what we can and cannot say and what views we can and cannot have, we've taken our eyes off God. Then what you see, what we see reported, what we hear, mainstream media, it's not even touching the wickedness that's out there. Sectarian ritualism, cannibalism. We just asked my wife, she's been looking. And looking. Because the devil is a liar. And if we sit passively by, we are aiding and abetting. And it goes deeper than you think. But greater is God in his church than the devil in the world. Come on. If you have cancer in your body, or you know someone in your family, you, or you know someone has cancer, stand at your feet. If you have cancer, someone in your family, or someone you know, any other sickness, any other disease, any other kind of bondage, any kind of uh, anything you're held captive to, if you're addicted to something sexually or, or substance-wise, or some type of perversion of the way you think, or your mind is under attack, or you're oppressed or depressed, stand to your feet. <clears throat> God's truth will make you free from whatever you're held in bondage of. But you're going to have to believe his truth and afterwards come into his kingdom. Jesus said the reason that we have authority that he's given is because our name's written in the Lamb's Book of Life, when the disciples came back from their mission trip where they were healing the sick, raising dead, cast out devils, they said, man, we came back, Jesus. We, we're, the devil was bound in our name and we were casting out devils and we raised the dead and we cleansed lepers. He said, that's great. I saw him fall while you ministered. What's even better than that is that your name's written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Oh, hallelujah. <laughs> that anointing that was on them, that <clears throat> was on Smith Wigglesworth, he said, you can take the whole world and I'd trade it for five more minutes under that anointing. Come on, come on. If we, had, if we don't feel like that, we hadn't been there like that. He said, I don't even care about it. This whole, you can keep the whole world. Just let me just walk with God in that place. Five more minutes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you. And God's inviting us to walk in that place with him side by side the reason we have authority because Jesus gave it to us he said all authority in heaven will begin me now go in my authority make disciples and teach them to follow all the commands healing's one Amen. it's gathering the spoils and if we don't gather spoils with them we think this is not necessary <laughs> we'll be scattered <laughs> He said, believe him. Not and Jesus said, if you believe on me, the works I do, you'll do. That means you believe all he teaches. Not just this one verse. If he tells you this, yes, sir. <laughs> so the authority given to us, because our names are written in the Lamb's Book of Life, we curse cancer in the physical bodies of the people's name we call that right now. Now you call that name, and I've got a list I'm going to call. Allie, Amy, Margie, 
Carolyn, Adora, RM, Davis, Nina, Ann, Susan, Gina, Phil, Steve, Olivia, Lee, Tony, Marcia, Thomas, Bob, Billy, and for another circumstance I call David. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and these bodies, we speak the healing power of God. Cancer, in the name of Jesus, we command you to dissipate, die, come out of their bodies in Jesus' name. Cease and desist your maneuvers. If this cancer is demonic in nature, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, he told us to cast out devils. So in the name of Jesus, we cast you out of their bodies in Jesus' name. Furthermore, if there's any cancer in this room or in the sound of my voice that we don't even know is in our body, we, we don't have to wait. We speak to every cancer cell and we command you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ to die. And if you're demonic, loose them. You foul, unclean spirits of cancer, let them go. And I curse ALS and every sickness, every blood disease, every sugar disease, every mental issue, every heart issue, every cranial, cerebral damage, problems, CP, autism, bipolar, schizophrenia, demonic mind control. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, it's stronger than anything humanity can do to someone else. We command you to be free from delusional thinking of who you are. I command freedom into your life. And Father, we give you all the praise and all the glory and all the honor in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. 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 Stand to your feet. <clears throat> if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and if you believe in your heart God raised him from the dead, then are you saved. If you're not there, you need to pray that. Find the time, get by yourself. Say, Jesus, you are Lord of my life from this day. Whatever you tell me, I'm going to do. That'll fix most of our stuff. And if we believe that God raised him from the dead, then are we saved. He also said that if we ask him, he would fill us with his Holy Spirit. I do say, Lord, you said it. I believe it. Fill me with your Holy Spirit to overflowing. And you might say, yeah, I've been filled with the Holy Ghost before. Well, you're leaking. Fill up again. The disciples were continually filled with the Holy Spirit. The scripture will be filled over and over. If he fills you and you don't release him, you're a lake, not a river. He said, out of your belly will flow rivers of living water. Wow. Father, we thank you for your truth. We thank you for your word. We pray that your word will touch the heart of those that may find conflict in what your word says for us to do and how we're called to live. I'm just the messenger. <laughs> it's not my opinion. It's not what I think. It's what you say. And Father, we believe you. If it means we lay down our life for those, we lay it down. Because we're not afraid of death. Because you've conquered death. And it will be put under your feet. And we have no fear of man because we believe you. And we fear you, God. And we praise and bless your name.
forever. I love the part where Jesus says, I'm going to pray and the Father's going to give you another comfort to abide with you forever, even the spirit of truth. Jesus says, I'm going to give you the Holy Ghost that he will be with you forever. Oh, hallelujah. When we get filled with the Holy Spirit, it's forever. It's not when we get to heaven, we check him back in because we're in heaven now. No. We were created to be temples for an eternity of God. The Lord bless you and keep you. Lord, make his face shine on you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. The Lord bless you and keep you. Make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. Here's my favorite part. The Lord lift up his countenance. In other words, the Lord will come face to face to you and give you peace now and forever. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Well, praise God. Have a good Sunday. We'll see you guys back here tonight, right? Amen. Thank you again for being our guest here on The Voice of Healing. When you're in Charlotte, North Carolina, join us for our 10 a.m. Sunday morning service. Our website, restoringplace.org, has all the details on how to find us. While you're on our site, check out ways you can volunteer at the Dream Center. Need someone to answer questions about us or to pray with you 24-7? Call our prayer line at 704-904-9025.